Hi, this is Bob, and today I have an interview with Draconicon. Draconicon is a new project that was born from the minds of five musicians located throughout the Italian territory. The intent is to make Draconicon a fully-fledged power metal project, a mix of dark and gothic atmosphere, the result of the awakening of ancient evil left forgotten for so long. And here is my interview with Draconicon. Okay, great. Okay, so we can. We, do you want just to start right now? Okay, let, let me know. Sure. Okay, great. So go. <laughs> um, this being your debut album, how was the recording process for you? So, um, Simon Borg is speaking first of all. So I am the violinist of the band. Okay. Uh, today I probably will be alone uh, for this, you know, for this podcast. And uh, so it took a while to record this album. It was a great journey uh, for myself. It took like two weeks. No, no, less than one one week actually. And uh, we did it a lot of time ago because you know we had covid we had the pandemic going on so we recorded the album and then we had a stop and but so it was good it was um uh, we recorded at our home uh, home studio because um, alex mod that is one of the guitarists has a also a recording studio but it was great it was great and i want to ask you can you talk of the the underlying theme behind the album Sure. So, so this is uh, our second job, our second album, actually. We come from a, a amateurial experience, and then we decided to go professional, and um, we decided to, to invent this, uh, this word, the draconic word. It's a word uh, that in which we are like, uh, we are not the evil, I would say, we are the prophets of uh, ancient evil that is awakened, that is called, so, and we are, uh, this is kind of, this is what I mean, draconic. We are like prophets that say that actually the humanity uh, is uh, lost the minds, that we can say, uh, the humanity is uh, in its worst, sin- uh, enough to say, um, let me think, uh, humanity essentially, uh, is full of sins, is full of uh, anger, and so we just say this is good, it's not bad, and we want to just spread this kind of messages, this kind of uh, yes, this kind of feelings across the world, and we just so sung about these kind of things. So we try to put in music what could be like prophets of evil. So an ancient evil that is awakened. And it's kind of represented of by the dragon that you can see on the cover of our album. That is not, that is not like a, just a dragon. It's just like the oppression that uh, humanity feels on its shoulders. It's a kind of particular, I know, <laughs> maybe complicated to understand, but this is what we try to do. I also wanted to say the. Speaking of violin, it's a great accent to the album. Mm-hmm. And on some songs, it gives almost a Kansas feel. Oh, are, they yes. one of your, are they one of your musical influences? So, 
of course we can so we are italian i have to say that we are we grew up with uh, of course with italian power metal italian bands rhapsody labyrinth and so on but for this album we actually looking for modern bands like contemporary bands uh for sure power wolf are in our influence sabaton also uh a bit of glory emmer for sure and we really appreciate the work of arian that is a german band maybe less known but really appreciate their works uh so yes i would say european power metal uh but also which since i'm a violinist so i have a classical background so sometimes i try to put some classical music on our songs at the same time we also estimate more uh, hard uh, brutal metal we can say uh, we uh, one of our friends is uh, francesco um, ferrini from um, flesh god apocalypse uh, so we have sometimes some death metal influences so maybe there are some you know blast beat that's some going on <laughs> So we'll say power metal with some influences from classical and also more death metal things. And I also wanted to ask you, um, could you talk about the song Symphony of, Mag of Madness? The song has such a great feel to it. Yes, yeah, so, so, so this song has a nice story behind it. Uh, the inspiration comes from a piece of classical music that I studied when I, I mean, since I'm a violinist, as I said, I studied classical music. So this is actually comes from a piece of classical music that is called uh, La Follia, that it means uh, uh, madness. Uh, is a, I think, 18th century uh, theme uh, born initially in Spain that many author, uh, you know, classical author reinterpreted and um, for example vivaldi made it uh, or but also other italian com composers and so i started when i was practicing violin when i was young and i fall in love with this kind of with that piece of music and i decided to bring it to this album so as a very classical uh, inspiration and then in that this is like the the suite of the album a uh, very long piece, uh, six minutes, more or less, almost seven minutes. And we wanted to have like a power metal bass and then try to, uh, uh, as I say, make it, um, we can say, in which every one of us was like uh, as a solo. So we have two solo of guitar, the first one uh, for the two guitarists, and then we have the violin solo. And then we get to the, you know, as I said before, the more brutal metal part, very heavy. Uh, so the concept is that like have, uh, um, the concept of music was to represent Draconicon with all the potential that we have, ranging from classical to heavy, heavy pieces of music. Well, I think you did a great job with it. Another one of my favorites is Dusk of a Hero. I wanted to know if you could speak of that as well. Yeah. So Dusk of a Hero is the you know the ballad of the album. Uh, the, mm, for that case, the inspiration comes from Alex Mott, is the, the one of the guitarists, and uh, it's actually 
uh, we um, we compose the song thinking about pops well, with a pop song. Uh, if you notice, there is a remind uh, something that is similar to Chandelier. I don't remember the, the pop uh, singer, uh, honestly, but it's a, actually a pop song that we made in a metal version. And um, so, you know, since it's a debut album, we wanted to to demonstrate that you are very flexible when we when we play music. So for this album, we wanted to show that we are also folkish. We are a ballad. We have ballads. We have sweets. We have more heavy. We have more classical power. And so Descovero was uh, actually a very, very nice one. It's one of the, our favorites, actually. It will be tough to play it, uh, to play it uh, you know, uh, live because there's a lot of orchestration. But we will, we will do it for sure. I think that uh, it's a great compliment to the album as well. It gives a break in the flow, but it doesn't disturb the album at all. It was placed perfectly. Okay, thank you, thank you. No, no, we also we were, we were we were also very careful about the you know the numbering, if you can say numbering of the of the tracks. So we all we are very careful about you know. If there is a song, so the, the sequence of the songs, because probably we don't we avoid to make that are maybe in some different keys that are not very matching one with another one with the following one, and we also thought about that maybe the listeners want to firstly listen about more power songs maybe what we are doing as a power metal uh, band, and then showing after once you get you know. Uh, you get if you fall in love with us after five six songs, you go to check something that is different maybe, and so we thought that this the placement was very important. Uh, so thank you the fact that about about saying that because it was something that we thought about very carefully. And uh, I know we spoke briefly of the album artwork. I wanted to ask you, uh, who did the artwork and how was it like for? collaborating with them sure so the the artist is um, a famous one in the metal environment is dan goldsworthy uh, you probably saw his work for glory emmer for accept uh, so he, mm -hmm. he, he does many many of contemporary covers in album in the metal environment uh, so we is the second time we collaborate with him uh he's a very nice guy very very friendly very um he, and we can say that he really understands what a band wants if you it's not a matter of describing very uh you need, you don't need to describe very very much what you want you just describe the feelings what is the concept of the album uh you send to him probably some uh, pre-production because i remember that we sent him like the very first version of five tracks if i'm not wrong and then mm -hmm. he get he got, he got inspired by the these tracks and uh, he, he drew this 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 fabulous dragon and uh, the concept was like as in some song, we say that we bring distraction to the world. Uh, he represented this dragon bringing distraction to, you know, the, there are some ruins in the cover. Um, so this was the concept. 
So as I said, the dragon is not like uh, a dragon itself. It's like the representation of us. Right. And so, if you had to pick yeah. a favorite track from this album, what would it be? What would be so? What? If you had to pick a favorite track from the album, ah, what favorite would track. It be? Yeah. So for me personally, probably Edge of Power. That was the first single. Mm-hmm. Um. Probably because uh, it's the first single. It, it, it has been the first song we wrote for this album. Uh, the in- I wrote the intro, the, re- the intro riff. Uh, so there are many reasons why I, the, for me is the my favorite one. I would say that the others that um, this is the reasons. And I also wanted to ask you: Can you tell me how the band was formed? So, uh, as we, as you may know, we are five of us. Uh, we are two guitarists, uh, that's Alex Smart and Grim Hunter, then me, Simon Morgan, the violinist, then we have Manuel Ashen, that is drummer, and our council, that is our, our singer. Of course, uh, uh, those are not our real names, but you need to think about these names within our fantasy world. Uh, as I said, three of us, the two guitarists and me, um, came from our older project that was the uh, material one. And then the singer, the drummer, we met them, you know, playing around Italy or, um, you know, cross connection in our, in, you know, as a musician, in the musician's world. Uh, so some cross connection, we decided to want to do something very professional. Uh, so the drummer joined first, and then the last piece of the quintet was the vocalist. Um, the vocalist comes from a different genre. It comes more from core metal. Uh, no, core metal, yes, but also, you know, uh, Linkin Park kind of things. Uh, but if so, we thought that it was the perfect voice for us. And since, you know, power metal is usually as a different voice, but we actually prefer the voice that we choose because it's different. It's something that you're not used to listen if you go for a power metal band. So, but I think that the result at the end of the story is very, is great. So uh, we are very proud of um, These songs are great stories. I wanted to know, uh, what are some of your lyrical inspirations? Yeah, so um, the just to be fair, uh, for the lyrics we have uh, we collaborate with um, Ilaria Pisani, uh, that is um, one of our um, partner within this project. Because you know we think that for each part of the project you need to to use the best column, the best you can find around your uh, around you, literally. So there is this girl that is very, is great, a great, it does lyrics for also other bands. Uh, and we thought that rather than write for ourselves, it was better to use this help. But anyway, we always give her the subject, the topic and the message that we want to use in a song. And then she transforms it in a actual lyrics. 
so like the, um, the creation process is we create the music, we create the, um, the vocals like with a, with a piano, and then it be, we, we give the song to the to, to Ilaria, and then this become also and then she transformed the piano in lyrics. So it's a very it's a strange process because usually it's not the this is, this is not the way band makes lyrics, but for us it works very well. And I wanted to know also what are some artists that influenced you? Okay, so um, personally speaking about me, there are I would say. When I, we talk about metal, there are too many influences. Uh, my first band, my I fall, I fall in love when I was young uh, with the System of a Down because it was my first uh, metal band. I listened to it. Um, nowadays, I have to say that I get got a lot of inspiration from uh, American um, uh, electric violinist. That should, if I'm not wrong, he lives in New York State. That is called Mark Wood. He's uh, mm -hmm. a great one. There's a huge story. He he created the electric violin I personally play. Uh, so a great artist. I know that he's going to tour very soon in the US. I uh, I really want to go to see him, but nowadays it's maybe still a little bit tricky to travel uh, outside the continents, you know, outside Europe for us. So. I would say that definitely my contemporary inspiration is Mark Wood. Yeah. And um, what can fans look forward to next? So we are actually very busy working. Uh, so we just released the album. Uh, we are going to release within the year probably some other um, playthrough in our on our YouTube channel. Next year, we will release something new. Uh, we release probably a wonderful cover. Uh, so probably first quarter of next year. Then we already almost finished. <laughs> this is like a, a, a news for you. Maybe we almost finished our new album. Of course, this will take time to be released because we are on the on the writing process right now, but it's almost completed. So there are a lot of things that we are planning to do. In, so it would be like every six months, you will get something new from Draconicon. That is great. And I wanted to know, um, what's the best way to get merchandise from the band? So... It depends where are you, where, where do you live, where you live. So uh, currently, since we can't go tour so easily, we just uh, printed CDs, albums. They are, if you are from Europe, uh, of course, we, you can just contact us directly and you will get our uh, the senior, uh, signed copy from us. Um, outside Europe, it gets tricky because there are customs borders. It's always a nightmare, I have to say, if I also think about past experience. But it's not an issue because you can find our merchant, our CD on Amazon, EMP, so all the major platforms. So you have it on Amazon, so it's quite easy to get it. Then, as I was saying before, there are a lot of things that we are planning to do. We also will 
um, launch next early next year, probably in January, a Kickstarter uh, for a T-shirt for a vinyl edition, a limited vinyl edition of the of the album. So probably when you, the the Kickstarter will be out, it will be easy to get like some limited things if you are really really passionate with us. So it can be nice. <laughs> And beyond music, um, do you have any hobbies that you like to participate in in your spare time? Yeah, absolutely. So, um, yes, I would say that um, all of us, more or less, some someone more, someone less, of course, we are kind of uh, interested in nerd stuff. So, for example, me, I play board games uh, or role games, uh, um, card games, a lot of stuff, you know, but there are also guys that maybe do sports, for, for example, there is some guys that play tennis, uh, other guys um, are more like, uh, you know, the robbies like um, bike, so we are like, very, very busy despite the music, I would say, Half of our time is sports, and all of and the other half is like nerd hobbies. And I also wanted to ask you. Um, I know things that are tough with the COVID situation. Um, are there any uh, festivals or anything planned for a live show? So I have to sadly say that for the time being, no, because. What at least in you? What happened in you in Europe is that we we freezed everything during COVID, and actually the festival that were planned during you know 20, 2020 and twenty twenty one were just postponed to to now or twenty twenty two. So all the major festivals are kind of fully booked. So I would say that and the first dates that we'll have we will have live will be next year uh we don't have yet any date but we have a booking agency that is working for that um however however we will probably i would say for sure but we didn't plan when early next year i would say also this uh, first quarter of next year we will uh, uh, release on our youtube channel i a concert, let's say a, a recorded concert that we will perform in, um, you know, in a studio. We will record ourselves and we will publish the, uh, you know, the concert on our channel. We don't know if we will be able to stream it live, but if possible, we will make it. We will stream it live. Otherwise, we will just upload it after we after the record. And lastly, I wanted to ask you, if you could give a message to your fans, what would that message be? So the message for our fans. So first of all, if you if you are a Draconican fan, thank you very much, because as, as you said, this is a very difficult time for musicians. So even just following us on Spotify or giving us a like on, on YouTube or on Facebook list and whatever, is very very important this because as i said it's COVID time but also because we are just our we just released our first album so the the first album is very important for us and then what i would like to say to our fans is that if 
if you really enjoyed our first album, you need to keep following us because as I said, we are going to release many, many, many things. Uh, for sure, we will have a major content every six months. Uh, and, the and the next album will be very, very soon. So probably it's not next year, but not later than 2023, early 2023. And in the meanwhile, we will have covers, we will have other versions of our current songs, uh, new contents in terms of videos. So we wanted to give our fans a lot of material because we know that the important things are the to be connected with them. And also, last thing, uh, feel feel absolutely free to reach us on our social pages because we always answer. We always, I mean, when we say answer, not just hey thanks. We, we always go to discussion. We love to uh, talk about our song, talk about your interests, your favorite bands. Doesn't matter if our Draconic on your favorite band, you can can be also any any band you want, and we will always give you our thoughts and our thought, uh, feelings about. Really, we think that the best way to get in touch with our the, the thing that the most important thing is to get in touch with our with our fans in every way. I agree as well. And I'd like to thank you for taking time for speaking with me today. It's been absolute pleasure speaking with you. The pleasure is, is mine. And uh, thank you for this spot. And um, I also saw that you asked our, we are really, really appreciated. So this is, this is because you, there are people like you that support us. So really, as again, really thank you for this, um, this opportunity. You're very welcome, and please feel free to update me at any time. Yeah, we will. We will give, send you a message when we have a new, new, new things to release. Well, thank you very much, okay. and uh, take care, my friend, and enjoy the rest of your day. Enjoy, enjoy. Have a good day. Cheers. Bye, bye, bye. I'd like to thank you for listening to today. And remember, you can sponsor the podcast. Just click that button and you can be a member of the family. And remember, come see me for a fix.